Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk on Kixie. This is a distraction from all the negative stuff that we consume daily. We focus on the random bits of goodness because good stuff should be shared. I'm Stacey Heller, and I'm, of course, joined by my co-host, Eric Ryder. Hey, hey. Happy Thursday. Good afternoon. Happy Thursday. This is quickly becoming one of the favorite things that I do on Thursdays. Awesome. Me too. Right? It sort of launches me into like the weekend thinking. Like, and you know, with all these important things that we discuss, <laughs> it gives me ideas. So that's important. Uh, a reminder and a thank you to everyone that listens to the show. If you like it, then let us know. You can do that by texting or calling 475-999-2726. Uh, we love to hear from you. Are you going to give us the handy-dandy version? We'd love to hear from you at 475-999-ARC6. That's A-R-C-6. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Okay. So uh, we totally love hearing from people. Uh, I am having a really fun uh, text conversation with one of our listeners. Uh, I think it's Rosalinda. And... Um, I love the feedback that she gives, so thank you to her. And keep sending it, folks. And uh, remember that if you like the show, then you should subscribe. You should rate it. You should comment. You should also check out my other podcast, which is Stacy Connects. And Eric, you do another show as well. There is a show Thursdays uh, at 5 if folks want to switch over. Uh, on KKNW called Viva ENT that uh, I kind of co-hosting as a producer contributor on that. And we have a lot of fun just talking about music. So, And we plug this show on that show. So probably only right that I give a plug for that show. Absolutely. Here. Well, and music is totally your thing. It's like it is, yeah. That's your happy place. We're we're mostly talking about oldies, so Kixie listeners, I think, will find a lot to love there. Interviewed lots of great, amazing people from the history of rock and roll on the show. The host of the show, Johnny, is a big Elvis fan, so oh everything <laughs> tends to be Elvis related in some way or another, even when it's not. So uh, it's it's well worth checking out. Well, I mean, it is Elvis's world, and we all just live in it. True enough. I actually, um, I remember the day that Elvis died. So it was 1977. It was August. And my parents listened to the radio all the time and it was on. Um, And I have to look up and see what day of the week it was um, that he died. Anyway, listening to the radio. And I remember I kept hearing on the radio, the king is dead. The king is dead. And I remember thinking... Wait, I thought we had a president. <laughs> you know, I was seven. Right. And so, you know, I was like, what are they talking about? Like, I don't understand. I thought like it was the president and the vice president. Mm. Like, what king? You know, who's the king? And uh, 
it made an impression on me. Yeah, and by that time, I don't think there was even a king in England, so... Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, it was just like, it was so confusing for me, and, you know... I'm not the king of rock and roll. I, I didn't know. <laughs> well, there you and go. And I guess uh, there's... Uh, I mean, I know that there's a big blockbuster Elvis movie out there right now starring uh, Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker. and um, Austin Butler? Yeah, Austin Butler. Yeah, as Elvis. And it's it's getting good reviews and I hear good things. I still haven't checked it out yet. Have you? I have not checked it out. Mm. I, I don't know what I think about it. Yeah, Baz Luhrmann movies can be a lot, so you you really have to be in the right mood. Yes, they can <laughs> for his stuff. Yes, exactly. Uh, but, but I'm I'm curious about it. Yeah, and I mean, the, obviously, the music is going to be good. I've heard from big Elvis fans that they enjoyed it. So if they give the seal of, of approval, then there's got to be something there. Hundred yeah. percent. And I know that the. Um, that I think Priscilla Presley and Lisa Marie, I think they all gave their stamp of approval. So that says something. I don't know. Fascinating. Fascinating man. Fascinating life. Okay. Well, uh, hey, guess what today is? It is National Mac and Cheese Day. I can get behind that. Right? Now, I had never made homemade macaroni and cheese until uh, probably in the, the first time was probably about seven years ago. And now I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then my son, Charlie, he, do you know who MF Doom is? Yeah, he's a rapper. Right. So he got this recipe for MF Doom's mac cheese. And so <laughs> last year. I love that rappers have their fingers in like everything. Right? Like Snoop now. Dogg's cookbook is really good, right. actually. Right down to mac and cheese. Right. And so for Thanksgiving last year, he requested MF Doom's back cheese for as one of the side dishes for Thanksgiving. All right. And we had it, and I will tell you, it was quite good. So uh, you can you can look that up on the internet, folks, and you can just type in MF Doom mac cheese recipe because um, it's, quite, it's quite tasty. I do add a little bit more hot sauce, but um, do you make homemade mac cheese? When you say homemade, <laughs> I don't mean craft or Annie's. Okay, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, we we do that on occasion. But I mean, the stuff in the box is so cheap; it's hard not to you know just get that and and snazz it up, if you will. And that's usually what I do. I get the the stuff in the box, and then I add real cheese in, instead of like the full bright orange, glowing <laughs> well, <yeah>. powder. <laughs> Um, Which I still have a soft spot for. I do too, actually. I mean, I remember as a kid, my mom making Kraft macaroni and cheese, and then she would cut hot dogs into it, and then she would bake it like it was a casserole. I would have loved that as a kid. I mean, it was the 70s. It was a thing. (laughs) We probably had like a jello mold for dessert too, right? I mean, or a stripe at rich cake. Um, today is no, also... Wait, what, what was that? Oh, you don't know about the Stripe at Rich cake? No. Oh, you you baked a cake in, you know, fill in the blank pan, and then you would take, you know, a, a stick, like I think my mom would take a chopstick and she would poke holes in the cake, mm-hmm. and then she would pour like pudding into the... 
into the holes. holes. Okay. And then it sounds let good that so far. Cool. Uh-huh. And then frost it. And so you were striping it, Rich. Hey, that sounds really good. Right? I think we need to bring that back. Oh, there's a bunch of recipes from my youth that there's one. Okay, folks, this is disgusting and amazing simultaneously. We call it in our house fruit crack. Now, it has three ingredients. One, buy some can of fill-in-the-blank, your favorite fruit. Mm-hmm. So, like, Comstock is a brand. You can do cherry. You can do blueberry. You can do whatever you want. Pineapple chunks, maybe? Sure. Put it in the bottom of a glass uh, square dish. Then mix a yellow cake mix with a stick of butter. So you're going to melt the butter. Okay. And then you're going to put the cake mix into a bowl, and you're going to pour the melted butter over the cake mix. And then with your newly washed hands... You're going to basically create like a crumbly mixture, and you pour that over the fruit filling and bake it in the oven for like 25 minutes at like 350, and I will tell you, it's like crack. Wow. It is unbelievable, and it is also so bad for you. You're just basically eating cake mix (laughs) and butter, but it is – it is – Unbelievable. Okay. So, I'm going to try it. Perfect. It sounds good. Right? I mean, so good. Um, okay. Now, you could make it today. And hopefully and Vance doesn't get upset that we're sharing food talk I, <laughs> during the rest of the show. Right? I, no, I don't think he will. Um, and I think he's probably making things that are much better than this. Probably. probably. A little more elevated it than elevated. The, uh, the fancy mac and cheese or the uh, right? fruit crack. Right. And the fruit crack <laughs> is something that you could eat, I don't know, say you're like really hot and you're at home. You could eat it nude because today's National Nude Day. Wow. Okay. So maybe if you've overdone it on the mac and cheese, you might want to skip Nude Day, but that's up to you. No judgments. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Exactly. A little more to love. Um, And if you want to wash down the mac cheese and the fruit crack, then you could do that with some Grand Marnier because today is National Grand Marnier Day. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what Grand Marnier is? I, you know, I see it on the list here and it, it says Grand Mariner Day. And being in <laughs> Seattle, I think, you know, hey, Grand Mariner Day. But uh, Grand Mar- Marnier, Marnier Day. Yeah. yeah. I, I have no idea. But uh, let's ans- ask let's, Vance let's, about it. Yeah. Because he's, he's a pro. Uh, I'll let him tell you. But just know that uh, it is. It is National Grand Marnier Day or Grand Mariner Day. <laughs> and uh, we'll ask Vance and then he'll tell you what that is. And so it's got to be a food or a drink. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. You're going to just have to wait. Uh, and then lastly, I just want you all to know, be aware out there, it is Shark Awareness Day and Shark are people too. Uh, are they though? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe not. But a Shark Appreciation Day should maybe be a thing, I think. Yes. You know, because they get a bad rap. I mean, it seems like ever since Jaws, probably before that, you know, people have this overwhelming fear of sharks, but sharks tend to leave people alone. I mean, uh, shark attacks is pretty rare. It is pretty rare. 
And and I do feel like every day is sort of Shark Awareness Day. Like if you go swimming, you're sort of like, hey, is there a shark? Um, so it's kind of like some of these holidays that we talk about where it's like tell the truth day. And it's like, shouldn't you do that every day? Like, right. shouldn't you be aware of sharks every day? Now, uh, when I was in high school, my parents lived at the time in Princeton, New Jersey, which is where Peter Benchley, the author of Jaws, lived. And a family friend lived in his guest house or something. And I hung out with her one day and she showed me his swimming pool, which had sharks painted in it by a local artist. Oh, that's cute. Right? Kind of a fun thing. So, um, yeah, you know, random things that uh, happen in your life that you're like, huh, that was kind of a weird moment, but here we are. And speaking of Peter Benchley, and speaking of my point, you know, Peter Benchley became an active advocate for shark protection, and he's campaigned against shark fisheries and traveled around the world to make undersea documentaries that had him swimming with sharks and whales. So I think he understood his role, you know, goosing up <laughs> people's fear of, of sharks and, uh, you know, is trying to help combat that misconception. 100%. The pool that he had in his backyard, and I don't know if he still lives there or not, but... Well, he passed on in 2006. So. I don't know if his family still... Oh, right. But um, but the pool... Like... And no, he wasn't eaten by a shark, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Oh my gosh, can you imagine the irony? But if he was, that I mean, that'd be crazy. That would be oh one of the great all time stories. Yeah, it would be kind of. Uh, yeah, that would have made news. Anyway, his pool was beautiful, and you could swim with the sharks without getting eaten, which I think is a book. All right. So I think that we should actually leave some time. Let's take a break and come back and talk about what our topic is supposed to be, which is classic TV shows. Oh. You say that like you're surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you did no homework. <laughs> well, is there homework watching TV? I I watched plenty of TV in in between uh, now and last week. So, right. but but yes, yes, it is classic TV. So I'm excited to talk about that. And uh, you know, if you've got a classic television show you want to recommend, give us a call at four seven five nine 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 Cram. Love it. We'll be right back. Don't ask me to talk. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to the show. I am Stacy. I'm, of course, joined by Eric. So... Our topic that we picked last week was uh, classic TV shows. Now, I at the time asked, like, oh, are we going back to, like, the 50s, 60s, and 70s? And you were like, uh, I didn't watch TV then. Okay. That comment I have sat (laughs) with for a week, and I just wanted to take it up with you that I did not watch shows 
when I was alive in the 50s, 60s either. Dude, reruns. Ever heard of them? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have been waiting to, like, pick this bone with you. Um, so, like, I mean, the 50s, you've seen I Love Lucy. I think I've seen an episode of that. Are you, like... Are, are are you un-American? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's just I'm I'm younger. I mean, I'm not that much younger than you, but I'm a little bit younger than you. And I I mean, I feel like even by the time you were probably a kid, I, I Love Lucy was probably, you know, somewhat old hat, right? Yeah, I mean, totally. Yeah. I, I was born in 70, but, you know, like I Love Lucy, the like when when you only had like five TV stations back in the day. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was all that time to fill between, like, the news. And, yeah, that's true. And, and when, so, when I wasn't watching G.I. Joe and Transformers cartoons, I did check out some classic shows, sitcoms and stuff like that. So I, I, I remember, you know, seeing a lot of I Dream of Jeannie. Uh, And uh, uh, some My Favorite Martian and stuff like that. So Gilligan's Island, of course, watched a lot of that. Mm -hmm. But as I look back, a lot of these shows just weren't that good. (laughs) They were very- (laughs) To be honest. So the classic part, it's like, yes, they're old, but are they classics? That's the question. It's sort of like campy versus classic. Right. Like there was definitely a camp- element. Now, I first of all Twilight Zone. That has been coming up for me uh, recently. It's come up in conversation a lot and I No, only... I consider the Twilight Zone to be a classic show for sure. Right? And yeah. I recently I I watched I kind of say like maybe 95% of the episodes uh over the last 3-4 years um just because they're on Hulu and they were on Netflix for a while. And yep. so I just I went back and watched all those ones that I hadn't seen before. And a fantastic show I, for sure. I mean, and I realized when I was sort of doing my homework, um, I looked, you know, I was thinking about shows in different uh, decades. It kind of went by decades and realized that I have not watched enough of that show. And I need to go back and watch more of it because I feel like... It was, it'd be so interesting to see, like, you know, these Twilight Zone and these other, like, the future and the different things that were thought of and, like, you know, what's relevant? What's happened? You know, what isn't so far-fetched after all? It still really holds up. The one thing, it's like, uh, if you're watching on Hulu and you have the plan where you still see commercials, Mm -hmm. it can be a bit uh, weird because you'll be, like, kind of in this other world of the Twilight Zone and then, bam, you know, Clorox, you know. (laughs) But I got to imagine, I mean, when it originally aired, they were doing commercial breaks, too, so... They they had that problem even then. So right, uh, but you know if you're able to watch it without the commercials, you know it really kind of helps stay in the spell of right. You know Rod Starling's world. Yeah, I I just think that one I need to go back. And then I also really loved when I was a kid. Get smart. I loved the opening part. Get smart. Part. Very good. Yes. And like when he would go in, and it would be like all the doors that were closing and all the things. Mm-hmm. I and one of the catchiest theme songs of all time. Too. Right. <laughs> So good. Um, so that was really fun. And of course- And you know, uh, the star of that show, was it Don Adams? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he starred in a movie called The Nude Bomb. So that ties into Nude Day. Look at us. 
It's like we know what we're doing. Unbelievable. Uh, and then, of course, the monkeys. I mean, we actually brought up um, when we were talking about a typewriter a while back, Michael Nesbitt's mom, who had invented uh, Whiteout. Whiteout. Yeah. So fun facts. We are just riddled with fun facts. Okay. Then the 70s, of course, brought us like the Brady Bunch, um, Happy Days, the Jeffersons, uh, What's Happening. I I can remember from What's Happening, like uh, he would be like, hey, 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 Dwayne, or like, I don't know. There's certain things that I remember. Uh, the Muppet Show, I adored The Muppet Show. It was so good. Are you laughing at my like <laughs> attempting to be like the guy from What's Happening? Could I be Maybe even whiter? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to do voices because that's bad. Well, his um, name was Rerun, right? Rerun, that's yep. what it is. Yeah, anyway, such classic TV. And of course, Scooby-Doo. I mean, and the mystery van and Velma and uh, Fred and Shaggy and Daphne. I definitely watched a lot of Scooby-Doo as a kid for sure. Right? Um, so that's classic. Okay, then you get into like the 80s. Mm-hmm. Now, I would feel remiss if I didn't bring up WKRP in Cincinnati. I mean, we are on a radio program. That's right. And I mean, that is just classic. Um, and like once you start getting into the 80s, these are the shows that people, you know, rem- remember. Like, well, my kids wouldn't know who's the boss. That was like a huge hit at the time. But now it's like, what? Um, yeah, for folks our age. <laughs> right. But of anybody, course, who was glued in front of the TV watching all these shows. Of course, they, they stick in our head. But, but like uh, Golden Girls. Yeah, yeah. Like that it, has, It's having a moment now, even though, you know, its prime was in the 80s. You're right. Right. Um, okay. When I was visiting my mother like a month ago, well- when I say visiting, I mean when I was stuck in Pennsylvania with my mother with COVID, uh, I watched every single night, I watched Murder, She Wrote. I loved that with Angela Lansbury and... My girlfriend is binging that. It is <laughs> so good. I I don't know about that. Oh my gosh. It is just, it's like nice and neat and just like, oh. Okay. And you get to see uh, Tom Bosley pretend to be a Mainer. Right? Which is interesting. Well, it's a little painful, I I will admit. Um, it was also the 80s introduced us to MacGyver. Right. With just a little bit of uh, tinfoil and gum, you can make a bomb and get yourself out of any situation. Uh, it was, of course, Knight Rider, Simpsons. Yes. Yeah. It's And the Simpsons are still on the air. Hard to believe that started... All that time 80s, ago. But I think that was maybe 89 at the yep. at the earliest. I think so. Um, so definitely on the very tail end. And then but, there was yeah. like a huge shift once we went into like the 90s and the, the aughts. Uh, you know, you go from like Growing Pains and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and- You um, go from Cheers to Frasier. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And- um, and by the way, yeah, still beloved, uh, Frasier. I've and the funny thing is how big it is in other countries, you know, because we think of it really as as big because of course Seattle, the setting for Frasier. But I can't tell you how many times that like when I've gone to the UK and people say where are you from and I say Seattle, uh, people say oh like Frasier, uh huh, <laughs> you know, it, and it's, it's just funny. 
Uh, I I would expect them to say like, oh, you mean like Nirvana or whatever, but right, Frasier, right, right. Well, or even the uh, uh, Grey's Anatomy, which would come out in the the aughts. Yes, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, that was. I also really liked Third Rock from the Sun. It was a bizarre little show, but it gave us uh, John Lithgow was in it and a very young Joseph Gordon-Levitt, mm-hmm. who I just adore. If if you want to see somebody do something amazing, watch him do his SNL monologue where he reprises the make them laugh scene from Singing in the Rain. It's so good. His physical dexterity and he's just amazing. Um, the Nanny with Fran Drescher. Hey. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, what else do you do with a voice like that? My So-Called Life, which is the most angsty show ever. Hmm. And I watched that show and it was also, so Claire Danes, who would become uh, of Cry. Not that popular, but very influential. Very influential. Yeah. And uh, she would later do Homeland and Cry a lot, um, which this show prepared her because she looked angsty. And a very young Jared Leto, too. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Um, and then cartoon-wise, Powerpuff Girls. Hello. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I had to throw that in there. And Beavis and Butthead. Um, 90s, I was watching, you know, Seinfeld for sure, and The Simpsons, and both of them were at the top of their game at that point, I Big think. Time. Probably the some of the funniest TV of all time, and still reflected by just how popular those shows are to this day, you know. Right, and Friends. Whole industries. Yeah, yeah. I Friends, I think, you know, was popular, but quality-wise, maybe not as good as Seinfeld or The Simpsons in the 90s. I would agree with that. And I recently read an article about how Marta Kaufman, who is uh, one of the writers and exec producers of Friends, uh, says that she has some regrets about some of the things that she did, like misgendering Chandler's um, father and, you know, just like some things that it's like, oh, this hasn't aged well. Now, you know, when you know better, you do better. Uh, And then... Don't we can't forget about Big Bang Theory, Sex in the City, Gossip Girl, Grey's Anatomy. Okay, Arrested Development, which personally feels like it is another one like My So-Called Life that wasn't that popular but super influential and a very funny show. It feels like it is my family album come to life a little bit. <laughs> like I mean, you had a banana stand? Well, okay, not that part. Um, but Lucille, I mean, I'm like Mommy, is that you? <laughs> um, speaking of moms, How I Met Your Mother, uh, The Office, of course. Remember 24 when it came out and what a big deal that was? 24 episodes and it was 24 hours with Kiefer Sutherland? Yes. Like, it was a different kind of television. And I remember when it came out, it was like a really big deal. And of course, Gilmore Girls. I mean, I threw that in because uh, that's become a cult classic with anyone that has uh a funky relationship with mother, daughter, generations, and whatever. Yeah, the knots were definitely that period where we started to see 
way more fractioning of the audiences, kind of like it is now. You know, it's just there's so many outlets. And at that point, it was just cable outlets. But there was a lot of uh, cable outlets. And now they're, uh, you know, streaming platforms. There's a lot of streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, so there's so many different choices. You, you don't have that big show like a Seinfeld anymore that no. gets that huge of an audience. Um, you know, you have hit shows like a Stranger Things or something now, uh, and that's going to get a big audience, but it, it will be just a fraction of what you would have had in the 90s or even the knots. But, uh, right. Like you think about the MASH like finale, right? And right. it's like the single biggest draw, I think, in television history. Right. You know, um, eclipsing the Super Bowl and that kind of stuff. Right. You know, yeah. So, what shows, like, Given everything that you just said, do you think that there are any standout shows that, you know, at some point when uh, my children have a radio show where they talk about classic TV shows <laughs> from like the 2020s, um, what do you think will yeah, make I, the list? Honestly, I think this is one of the best periods for television ever. Um, and, and, you know, and a large part of it is the fact that with these streaming platforms, you don't have the censorship, um, that you would have had from broadcast or even cable TV. Uh, but even with some of those restraints, you know, we've seen some of the best TV ever made, like with Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Those are just mm-hmm. two of the best dramas ever made flat out. And, oh, yeah. and, you know, I think people will be looking back for years to come at how, you know, fantastic they were. Mad Men, another one, AMC just, I mean, they just knocked it out of the park with those three. So good. Um, But like I I just mentioned Stranger Things, which is a great show on Netflix. And, you know, there's so many, so many good things right now. Ozark. Ozark. Yellowstone. Yeah. People are loving those. Um, You know, but Ozark feels like it, you know, not to take away from Ozark because it's different, but it has that Breaking Bad it does. vibe. It does. So yep. it's, you know, it's um, kind of falls into that genre. But there's just there's also been a shift in terms of like, you know, now traditional movie stars are doing short run shows. That's or right. Doing, so you've got like all the Marvel shows on uh, Disney Plus. Like, yeah, that was great. Oh, my gosh. Huh? I loved WandaVision. Yeah. So if you're a fan of those movies, you get like, you know, six episodes of, uh, you know, uh, different uh, characters that they haven't fleshed out in the movies yet, which is a lot of fun. Same thing with Star Wars. If you're a Star Wars fan, you know, they've got uh, these great miniseries, basically, um, that kind of flesh out the world of Star Wars more. It's it's a really cool time to be a TV viewer. It is a very cool time to be. So, yeah, I, I agree. And. I feel like the shows that become classics are the ones that, like with any culture, are reflecting the life and times, and it's a social commentary of, like, what's going on at the time. Um, you know, and also it's just good, good clean fun. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's just take this week, for example. What, what did you watch last week? I don't watch a lot of TV. You don't watch a lot of TV. I really Even with don't. all these classic, <laughs> I know. soon to be classics, the, the platinum age of television is what they're calling it. Oh, I know. And, and, and I think about like, I'll watch like uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Okay. I yeah, watched Good Things. That's yep. on Amazon. I watched that. That was really fun. Um, you know, I watched 
or listened to Ozark, my husband would listen to it in the other room and I'd be <laughs> listening to it. And, you know, I'm like, no, I don't really want to watch it. And then I'd be like, wait, what happened? But generally, that's not my go-to thing to, to do. And I hear about all these shows that everybody tells me about that I need to watch. Mm-hmm. And I need to watch more television, which is such a weird thing to say because I feel like normally people are like, I need to watch less television, but I need to watch more television. Well, no judgment, you know, if your thing is books or whatever. I mean, that's great, too. I mean, there's so many, there's so much media, you know, yes. to absorb uh, that, you know. But if you're a television fan, I, I, if you're a television viewer, I don't think any more people can say, well, that's not as elevated as the movies or that's not no. as elevated as literature. When I think about, like, Queen's Gambit. Right, like that was that was great. So good, yeah. Beautiful miniseries about a, a chess master um, that was very smart and very well done. Yeah, I mean, you know, so I I will watch those kinds of things, and it's funny. I apparently I'm a bit of a contrarian in that if everybody's telling me that I have to watch it, I'm like, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> like, meh, which is ridiculous. Because... I mean, I do that sometimes, but then eventually I'll get to that thing. You know, and go, oh, yeah, I guess this was kind of good. Right. Or like, eh, I'm glad I skipped this. Right. Well, and then I'm like, yeah, whatever. It was fine. <laughs> Everybody else is already done talking about it. And so I don't have to be like, you were right. Um, but there is a lot of really good TV shows out there. And for people that are listening, if there's something that you're like, Stacy, seriously, you really need to watch this. Then again, text or call and share what that is. And you know what? Just for you, listener, I will watch it. Uh, The number that you can text, as just a reminder, is 475-999-2726. Or as Eric likes to say, 475-999-ZAP Ann. (laughs) Right. There you go. Um, you know, I'm willing to explore some things. I'm I'm willing to check out what else is there. So you're telling me you didn't watch any TV in this last week. All right. I have to think about this last week. <laughs> I Like, no, I'm going to. So last week I was in Veranda Beach uh-huh. and came home and I didn't watch any television on Thursday night. Or Friday night or Saturday night. I went to uh, see Jason Mraz at the Chateau Saint-Michel. It was very good. Um, Or Sunday night. And this week, I mean, my mom arrived. Okay. So, no. I can truly say. Fair enough. So, oh, and we did fail to mention SNL. Because when SNL is in season... On Sunday what mornings. What are we on? <laughs> it's like, season 50 now or yeah, something, something like that? It's like 40 years or 30 years or something. Um, I will watch that on Sunday mornings. I yeah. don't watch the show. I watch the, like, I go to the YouTube season channel. Season 47. <laughs> That's crazy. was the last one, yeah. Wow, 47? Been going since the 70s, yeah. Lauren Michael must be like 100 years old. Yeah, he's getting up there. Wow. That's amazing. What a stronghold on Saturday nights. Um, Yeah. So I just, I don't watch a ton of TV. If I, if I do watch, well, and Pete watches a lot of sports. And so he'll be watching, you know, and it's, it's Yankee season. Sorry, sorry, 
grand Mariner days um, <laughs> people, but he's a Yankee fan. We're from the East Coast originally, and so at least he's showing loyalty. Um, and so he's watching baseball or ESPN or something, and so I'll sit in our living room in the comfort of the corner of my couch, and I'll watch something on Amazon um, or I'll play games or something on my phone. Like my mind with the way that my mind works, it takes a lot for me to like come down from the day. All right. Yeah. What about you? Like what's what's a what's your favorite night of television? Well, I you know, it's not nights anymore well, that's just true. Be, because that's you can true. watch anything you want, whatever you want now, which is fantastic. You that know? is true. I, I forgot I, about that. I yeah, just showed my age. I've really found that I enjoy watching uh, kind of binging, but maybe not, you know, like to the point that you go insane <laughs> binging, but just like enjoying a show until a season is over, uh, like uh, night after night, mm-hmm. rather than, you know, a once a week model um, like that. You know, I, I just find that I love getting that connection, not having that gap in my memory. Oh, yeah. And that's what happened. Right. Um, but, you know, there there's some shows that are being released on a weekly basis that I still enjoy. Um, but there yeah. Are. What's that? <laughs> there are. There are. Yeah. Like, for instance, all the Disney Plus shows. Or they come out week by week. Oh, yeah, I guess they do. And a lot of the HBO Max stuff um, is all, you know, coming out week by week rather than, you know, here's a whole season or here's a whole series to binge. Um, So then you kind of get back into that model. (laughs) So, But uh, I'll tell you a couple things I've been watching. Wellington Paranormal. Have you seen that? No. Have you seen the movie What We Do in the Shadows? Yes. Okay, so that got spun off into two TV series, one in America, which is What We Do in the Shadows, which is a great show. Um, That's FX and Hulu. Yep, yep. Uh, Well worth checking out. And in New Zealand, Wellington Paranormal, which is uh, set in Wellington, New Zealand, and it's about the police department that deals with all these paranormal events like the vampires and the (laughs) ghosts and all this stuff. And it's so, so funny. Uh, It's well worth checking out. Oh, my gosh. And they've got that on HBO Max, and I believe the CW even uh, is carrying that too. So if you're watching broadcast TV, you could still catch it. Um, Or they also have an app. Uh, I'll tell you what, Eric, I think what you need to do is I think you need to text me at 475-999-2726 and you need to tell me to watch that show and I will. That's cool. I I will say that whenever you and I have conversations like this, I am always I always learn so much. Like the diversity of things that are out there and that you find, I'm always so curious. Like, oh, all right, tell me more. Like that's an interesting one. Well, and I, you know, I feel silly recommending Stranger Things because I feel like everybody <laughs> has probably seen that at this point. But if anybody's out there that hasn't seen Stranger Things, it's a ton of fun. It's a great show. Um, and this last season, they really cranked up the tension. It was so good. Um, and I hear there's going to be one more season. There's going to be one more season. Yep. Wow. I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, of course, Better Call Saul is in its final season. And that's just an amazing show but again i feel like everybody knows about it but who who knows uh but probably a show that a lot of people in america don't know about that i've been just binging like crazy and you can catch 
most of the episodes on YouTube for free, uh, is Taskmaster, which is a very funny uh, game show from the United Kingdom. Um, and it's it's not a typical game show where there's fabulous prizes. Basically, they have the same five contestants for a, a season, okay. and they bring in the prizes as part of the competition on every episode. And then oh <laughs> they gosh. have these same five contestants do a, a bunch of different tasks, um, and they're all very strange and very funny. And it's really hard to describe, I'm finding out right now, <laughs> but it's a very fun show. Well worth checking out. I wrote it down. Yeah. I mean, if it's like, it's kind of like how the Graham Norton show, it's like the UK and the less restrictions. It's not that like you want to talk about, you know, crazy things that aren't necessarily suitable for work or cursing or whatever, but there's just a, there's a humor and bodiness sometimes to shows that are really, really fun. Yeah, and it's it's the humor just kind of comes out of a lot of the 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 ways that people approach different tasks, um, and you know, and you put yourself in their in their shoes, you know, trying to figure out like how would I do that, you know, and what did is there a better way to do that, right, and. You know, it's it's just a lot of fun. So highly recommend checking right. out Task, Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yeah, they've got okay. their own app, and it's also on YouTube. So uh, well worth checking out. I'm surprised it hasn't uh, set off a whole TikTok challenge thing. You know, I I bet a lot of ideas from TikTok have probably come from probably. Taskmaster. Yep. Interesting. All right. Wow. All right. Are we out of time to talk about our topic? Shockingly, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, a ton of great ideas. And as I said, if there are shows that we didn't mention that are classic TV shows that you feel like we did them a disservice, then reach out to us. Or if there's a show that, again, you really want me or Eric to watch, then call or text 475-999-2726. And hey, everyone. Uh, keep listening because when we come back, the Lord of the Sandwich, he'll be here. Oh, <gasps> oh my gosh, he is going to be so excited that he has music. Oh my god, amazing! All right, we'll be right back with Vance Dingfelder of Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stacy connects. It's not just my business; it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. 
Ask Me to Talk. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacey and Eric. It's that time of the show when we find out from Van Stingfelder of Dingfelder's Delicatessen, what are we eating? Are you ready, Eric? Absolutely. Welcome to the show, the Lord of the Sandwich. Himself. Hey, Vance. It's the Sandwich Lord. Hi, Stacy. Hello, Eric. Uh, you know, what are we eating tonight? It's, it could be a myriad of things from hot dogs, right? Because everybody likes a good Frank. Correct, Eric? In the summertime, there's nothing better. Who, eats, who doesn't eat a dog in, in the summertime? Absolutely. Right? And also, Rubens. Oh, love a, a good Reuben. Love a good Reuben. But, you know, when it gets hot, you're surprising we still throw a mozzarella soup, which really <laughs> surprises me. Because I'm like, hmm, really? <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Like, you know, it really is. Hey, for every kettle, there's a, or for every pot, there's a lid. So there you go. For every pot, there's a lid, but there's a chicken in every pot. Well. And in, and in Dingfelder's, it's a kosher chicken. Nice. Good segue. <laughs> Thank you very much. Is that what that's called? I thought you ride a segue. Is that something you ride? Well, there's that, too. But it's, you know. Ride your segue down to Dingfelder's and get yourself a sandwich. Exactly. A segue is like ride. a transition. That's it. I think I need to get on a segue. That's what we need to do. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, so what so are we what eating? eating? Tonight, well, you know, it's interesting. Thursday, Thursday, it's Grand Marnier Day, right? National Grand Marnier. But you know what I What is Grand Marnier? Oh. Well, Grand Marnier is an orange liqueur. Oh, okay. There's actually, it's a big deal. I'm okay? sold already. Okay, so there's like a thing that went on in France in the late 1700s where there was a Grand Marnier War. You know, listen, French, right? <laughs> so bougie. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Cointreau is also an orange liqueur. Got it. Grand Marnier is an orange liqueur. They are very nice. They flavor things beautifully and... I don't know why I went off topic on this, but we do, at Nourish Teetering, chocolate-dipped Grand Marnier-infused strawberries. Wait, what? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like good times. So so here's here's all you have to do. Let's go with this, okay? The strawberries are beautiful now. I don't know if you've noticed, but they're gorgeous. And you can get a syringe literally at any pharmacy. You just get your Cointreau or your Grand Marnier. And since it's National Grand Marnier Day, we may want to do that. Okay. Cointreau is very good. <laughs> Don't want to start a war, Vance. You, you might want to, like, try them both. Hey, it's really good with chocolate. And if you like orange and chocolate, I this do. is the way to go. So you take, you fill up your, your syringe with the Grand Marnier, you stick it in where the, where the uh, leaf comes out of the strawberry, and you just kind of give it ah, a cc or two. So it starts <laughs> to drip out. Oh, my gosh. Then, Are these food then, safe? No, it's the truth. I do it all the time. All right, all right. And, 
and then you you melt chocolate. You don't want to you don't want to melt, melt it too hard. You can put it in the microwave. Now, I don't use a microwave. I use a double boiler. I want that on the record. I, I don't use microwave naturally. So so and then just dip them and let them sit out. Don't put them in the refrigerator until they're completely cooled because if you do, the chocolate will fog. Mm-hmm. We don't want foggy chocolate. We want glistening, drippy, beautiful chocolate. When you bite into it, it'll give you a nice little crack. And then you get this strawberry, and all of a sudden, this orange comes out of nowhere. It's, it's, like, it's like heaven in a little bite. And they're easy to do. People are impressed by them. And it's a nice summary thing. At Dingfelder's, if you don't know it yet, we do salad trios. We do a seafood salad trio, which is a salad, not a sandwich. And, you know, and it's okay. It's summertime, right? Or if you're watching your car, yeah. you can get a seafood salad trio, which is white fish salad, smoked salmon salad, and tuna salad with a hard-boiled egg, lettuce, tomato, cucumber. It's a beautiful thing for a nice summer evening. That sounds good. Am I going to have to start calling Vance the Lord of the Salad now? I, I don't know. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, I, I, salads are my middle name. Vance Salad Dingfelder. <laughs> you, you have to have a salad in every meal. Oh, my gosh. And I'm dieting, okay? I eat salad all the time. In fact, I learned to love the smell of the cucumber and, and appreciate the nourishing effects of the vegetables on how, how how they're filled with water and they give you, you know, they sustain you. And, and most of all, fiber. My age, yeah. fiber. Fiber, fiber, <laughs> it's a thing. It works. It does work. I, it does. That sounds, first of all, the... The Grand Marnier chocolate dipped strawberries. That sounds amazing. And I love when you bring up nourish catering. And, you know, we talk so much about Dingfelder's delicatessen because people can go there and they can get something right away. And, and you know, events require more planning. And we like to be spontaneous. But I love when you bring up some of the things that nourish can do because it, it really shows the depth and breadth of what nourish is capable of. And, I also love hearing you talk about food. <laughs> it's so well, good. You know, Stace, I, I mean, you know, it's, it's my love language, as somebody once said a long time ago. And I truly enjoy nourishing and feeding people. It is my pleasure, I have to say. You know, you, know how you say, your pleasure is mine. That's it right there. Yeah. You well, know, and, I, and and thank you so much, Stacey. I really appreciate you saying that. It's it's really sweet. Thank you. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just evident. Enough of the love fest already. Cut I'm, it out. I'm just saying. All right. So then, hey guys, uh, listen back to this. If you didn't pay attention the first time that you're listening to this, then you can listen to the podcast version, and you can 
hear what Vance said about how to do this, and then you can do it on your own and surprise everybody at your next event, or just go to Nourish Catering and they can do it. And then remember <laughs> the trio of salads that you can get from Dingfelder's Delicatessen in Seattle, and uh, you will be cool, refreshed, and you know you won't be so carb loaded. So there you go. You're welcome. There you go. No carbs. It's, it's, it's a lightning effect. It, it, it never strikes. It never strikes the same place twice. Nice, nice. Well, Sorry. <laughs> uh, as I, I thought you were saying goodbye. Uh, no, not yet. I was about to say, but you know, love chatting with you. I I now feel like I want uh, some tuna salad. So that's a thing. Right? Yeah, it's on a Kaiser roll. Oh my gosh! Stop. Kaiser, okay, so the Kaiser roll. Kaiser was becoming so popular that we're selling out of them every day. And and we've used organic heirloom tomatoes that we ripen. It's ridiculous, these tomatoes. On on a Kaiser roll, stop, please. Tomato, tuna salad, on a Kaiser roll, it's like heaven in a box. You oh want to take that off a of BLT, I'll tell you that I, much. No, you would not. Oh, okay, but no. I'm looking at the Nourish Catering website right now, and some of these pictures have my mouth watering for sure. I mean, this looks amazing. So, oh, thank you, Eric. Yeah, yeah, and of course the Dingfelder's uh, website, you know, also is just great food porn. <laughs> totally food porn. <laughs> totally food porn. But, uh, you know, a bit Check them out, you know, if you've got an event, uh, nourishcatering.com, best place to go right away. Yep, and dingfelders.com too, and, uh, you know, you can get instant gratification or you can plan for uh, long-term gratification. Thanks, Vance. We love talking to you. I love talking to you guys. You guys are amazing. I love listening to you. Um, I, I laugh. I cry. <laughs> It's almost like a, a, it's like Spielberg needs to know you guys. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> stop it already. Stop it already. It's, it's like butter, baby. Exactly. Bye, Vance. <laughs> bye, bye, Stace. Bye, Eric. You have a great day. You, you too, too, sir. Bye-bye. Uh, there he is. Right? The lord of the sandwich now, the lord of the salad, I guess. I wonder if you can become a lord of two different, like, areas like, yeah i mean right? isn't like the prince of wales also he's also the, the prince like, of the, britain or whatever right. like the duke <laughs> i don't know the, the royalty uh how it all goes but uh, sure. you can you can be more than one thing sure he's multi-titled that's right love it all right shall we find out what we're talking about next week let's do it since we got a wrap here shortly yeah let's do it da-da-da This might be something. What is it? <laughs> Podcasts worth listening to. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's go. Uh, don't ask me to talk. Done and done. Uh, right? Should we pick another one? I mean. <laughs> no, there's, there's plenty to there's talk about. There's so many to talk about. Oh my gosh. That's going to be fun. Absolutely. All right. Can't wait. All right. So next week we're going to talk about podcasts. So tune into that and get a pen and paper so that you can write them all down and subscribe. Or just search them out on your smartphone while you listen to the show. Oh, my gosh. You're so smart. It's ridiculous. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.